Welcome back to Sports with Family. I'm your host, Russell Fugit, here with my dad, Gene Fugit. Together, we are Fugit Square. Fugit Square. That was my line. Fugit Square, we are. I came with that idea. You're the one that came up with Sports with Family. You're so family-oriented. Two daughters, and both are active, and their youngest playing flag football. Look at yes. That. We got two more weeks of flag football. It's picture week this uh, Saturday. It's going to rain a lot here on Friday. Hopefully it won't be too muddy on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I heard these coaches all getting flooded out. Yeah, we're going to miss some Halloween activities, it looks like, on Friday. But we're going to you know, make the best of it over the weekend. We'll have nice weather for some trick-or-treating on Sunday. And so, you know, sports with family. You know, yeah, that's weather right. Weather permitting. That's right. We're recording on the week of the so-called trick or treat. Yes. Yes, we are. We are. We are. <laughs> well, we always I mean, want to start that, out. Maybe that should be the theme of the show. I mean, are we getting tricked or treated? I mean, oh my goodness. Well, we, I can think of a few uh, questions we could we could perhaps uh, ask and put into into that context. Certainly, but wanted to start out before that. Uh, you know, promoting our campaign uh, for Abner Haynes to gain entrance into the Hall of Fame. You can go to the Haynes to the Hall dot com and check out that website and learn about Abner Haynes, um, one of the first, if not the first, franchise player in pro football. And you can download the letter template and send a letter to the Pro Football Hall of Fame to nominate Abner Haynes to the senior committee to be uh, for enshrinement into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Mr. Haynes was a leader on and uh, off the field, and. Uh... You know, he wasn't afraid to, to speak his opinion at a time when African-Americans were just supposed to uh, keep their mouth shut and dribble. So he uh, was a leader and he was a leader wherever he went. And it's just a shame that uh, after the merger and the desire to bury the past of the AFL, I think he's just a victim of that. Here, here. So, uh love to correct that wrong and, and, you know, give him the proverbial flowers while he can still smell them. I know he had a birthday uh, last month. And so happy that right. he's doing well and in good health. And, and he's losing teammates every month, seems like. So yeah. you need to honor him and that whole generation of people uh, that made football what it is today. Indeed, indeed. So, I mean, pro football. And, well, and college, college football. Yeah, well, because before him, Blacks couldn't even play in the South. So African-Americans, you know, he was the first uh, to play uh, in the South at North Texas State University. And also when he was in high school in Dallas, he could not play any other team in Dallas. He didn't play against anybody white till he got to college. His high school schedule was Fort Worth. Uh, I don't know if they played Corsicana, Houston, uh so they traveled all over the state to play in the black schools at the different cities. That, that's how right. segregated Texas is. Don't forget, uh, Texas was the state that kept the people enslaved for two extra years. And now they're trying to enslave them again with abortion rights. But that's another issue. That's another podcast, another issue for, for another day, certainly. So, Well, what'd you, what have you uh, observed this week uh, starting uh, with professional football? Um, well, I'm going to start out son. Uh-huh. If you don't mind. No, not at all. Point of privilege. Uh, we're recording on the first day of the so-called World Series. True. And I asked Google. Now, 
some people don't think Google is a good source, but a lot of people agree that they usually have good answers to the question, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I asked Google, how many black players play for the Atlanta Braves? Google okay. says the Atlanta Braves, who's in the World Series, don't have a single African-American player. Neither do the Houston Astros. Seven teams in the Major League Baseball have just one African-American man on the 25-man roster. African-Americans who transformed the Major Leagues in the 50s and 60s are now more scarce than whites in the NBA. And that's according to Google. (laughs) I'm just reading from Google. What article is that, man? Just just Google. Ask how many blacks are there in Atlanta Braves, and that's what came up. Nine teams have one or no African-American players on their roster. In Major League Baseball, when football and NBA are mostly black, they, I mean, this it's not by, it's not by accident. Now, I just want to congratulate Junior, Ken Griffey Jr., for becoming the first black owner that I know of. He, he beat out A-Rod as a minority owner, and he now, I understand, according to the media, owns shares in the uh, uh, Seattle Mariners. So, on one hand, the Major League Baseball knows they got an issue. They know they want to try to be more inclusive and get Americans involved. But on the left hand, I don't think they really know. Or there must just be so much resistance, you know, because uh, most of the uh, teams have been in families for a long time. And if they really wanted to change, they would have a long time ago. And uh, they didn't even want Jackie Robinson to play. Let's tell the truth. So I'm, I'm just really discouraged. And, and, and we can no longer call Major League Baseball the American pastime. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm doing my own, my own. So you got to be careful doing your own research because I think the article you're quoting is, is out of date. And it, okay. does, it does appear that the Atlanta Braves have at least uh, one African-American player. Oh, good. Thanks. Correct. Yeah. Uh huh. And I'm checking on Houston right now. Um, but that article, I think you saw that. And, and who, is the, who is it so I can look out for him? Is, is he going to play? Or? Well, is he on the active? You would, you would ask me he's on, a, on the active roster. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Terrence Gore, who is a center fielder from Macon, Georgia. Okay. And I don't know if he's on the World Series roster. Well, I'm um, sure glad for Terrence. Okay, Terrence, I'm sorry, man. I didn't, didn't mention <laughs> but My bad. I'm going hey. to give you Terrence. You know, we're trying. I, like I said, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did yeah. start out saying this on Google. That means Google's always right. We need to have, uh, you know, I'm sure we, we can get you know, Adam Jones to, to confirm. Now, I'm checking Houston's roster. Now, you know, you want to be careful, of course. Uh, you know, they do have pictures here, folks, but I can and also there see people passing town. And there well, could be people passing. We, yeah, we, there was a great segment on CBS Sunday morning about the movie coming out and about that that history in America and in other parts of the world, certainly. And um, and I will, I will add that looking at the um, Houston Astros roster, there does not appear to be uh, any African-American uh, players on the Houston Astros, so we're not we're, would, not we're not claiming Brantley. You're not are you, you're, you're not claiming Brantley. Brantley, Brantley, Brantley. 
Brantley who? Who are you referring to? The left-hand hitter for Houston. We can't claim him. The left-handed. What's his hitter. name? Michael Brantley. Infielder? Oh, Michael Brantley. Yeah, from Be- from Bellevue. You claim Michael Brantley. Okay, okay, there you go. Michael Brantley from Bellevue, Washington. So we got one on each team. Then okay, thank you. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I have a picture in front of me, but I thought he looked like a brother. No, nah, he looked. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, very careful to judge based on photographs. However, I mean, I don't know. I'm just um, saying. You know, and and I knew that it couldn't be shooting that it wasn't none. I mean, please. Okay, so, so, each, so each team that a young African American can look at TV and dream that one day that he yeah. could be in the World Series. See, that's what we're talking about, Russell. Like your, your grandson. I mean, that that was right. me at home when my mother and father were at the Colt game in Baltimore Memorial Stadium, and okay. in our kitchen, the game was on the radio. It wasn't on TV. And we were in there listening. And I could just imagine first one day going to the game and then playing the game and then shoot, maybe even in the NFL one day. And you can't even begin to have an idea unless you're exposed to it. And a lot of time the idea can't be perfected unless you have some help because it's hard to perfect something by yourself. And I'm just telling you, uh, you know, it's time. It's, It's time to change and, and and be involved and i hope parents uh during this fall season uh hopefully we can start getting our kids uh vaccinated i mean we have to protect our families and uh, uh get ready for this holiday season but again i just had to talk about that uh that baseball and i'm glad that uh you know the league is trying to do something about it so we're just letting them know the world is watching okay the world it is the World Series after all, and so we will be watching. Uh, and by the time this episode uh, premieres, I think we're already going to be uh, heading to Atlanta for Game Three because um, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. So right. Game, right. Games one and two will already occur when we release our podcast on on Thursday. So all right. So the next topic I have is the New England Small College Athletic. Uh-oh. All right. That's and, and there's a team out of Connecticut called Trinity at 6-0, and and they must be cheating. I mean... We've been saying that for almost... They've been doing I that for 20 years. I mean, I'm trying to tell my students points and oh, gave up 113 points. 6-0. and oh, I mean, boy, that makes the rooster crow. Wesleyan 6-0, and Williams 6-0, and Amherst at, oops, 4-2. and I guess it's not out of here. No, I guess not. Yes, not. Well, I don't know. Am I supposed to? We're six and zero. What am I supposed to say to that? I mean, you know, maybe maybe you guys will do better basketball season. We're well, we're at Williams. We're at Williams this uh, Saturday, and so we'll we'll handle business then. And then we have uh, Amherst at home um, on November sixth, and then we I mean, finish you guys up at run Wesley. The I mean, so run the table, that would really be something. Well, yeah. I mean, nine and zero. I mean, um, I don't know if you realize that we've gone to nine game schedule a few years ago, I think, in the NESCAC. Right. And so we're, everybody's, it's a round, it's a true round robin where all, right, right. everybody plays everybody now. So mm-hmm. uh, that's 10 oh, scores. Yeah. So. And, and a shout out to the, the family's marathon runner. I don't know if he's retired or not, but I know he's almost uh, an athlete since we're talking about sports and family. And that, of course, is uh, Elliot Wiley Jr. He's retired. Um, one and five jumbo tufts, oh, and he's gonna well, have to claim them. No, he's got to claim them. They, well, they he has to. to. Yeah, I think no. they're in last place, from what I can tell. 
Yeah, it's been a tough year for my friend, uh, Coach Chavetti, Trinity College, uh, class of 97. I mean, uh, 2001, rather, with me. And, uh, yeah, you know, he's it's a, it's a tough year. But I know uh, Coach Chavetti, I know Jay, and he'll bounce back. And, and those jumbos, um, I'm sure we'll be in the mix again next year. Mm-hmm. No, they won't. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, They're never in the mix. They, they would be in the mix in the previous seasons. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. All right. So look, in the MEAC, South Carolina State is two zero in the conference, three four overall. Norfolk State one and zero. NC Central one and zero. Howard one and one. Delaware State is zero and one in 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 uh, that particular conference. And that's the uh, MEAC. And let's see what's happening now. Yeah, get the swag. Yeah, no, and then, and then in swag, Jackson State is at four and zero in the conference, six and one overall. Florida A and M is at three and one, five and two overall. Then you got Alabama State, Alabama A and M, Mississippi Valley, and then uh, BCU. Who's who's that? Bishop Bethune Cookman. Come on, Bethune Cookman. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. Well, they're zero and five, Miss Cookman. Oh, sorry. Okay. And then in the West, you got Prairie View five and zero, Alcorn four and zero, Grambling at two and two, Southern two and two, Texas Southern one and three, and Arkansas Pine Bluff zero and four. But they're all playing and. Uh, Sports with Family is brought to you by Joomla Network a consultancy and knowledge network focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Whether it's an assessment audit, training and education, a risk-based analysis, or a more unique opportunity, our network partners have a solution. Joomla is a Swahili for whole, and it's time for your team to come together. Let us be your guide. Join us at joomlanetwork.com to find out more. Now, back to Sports with Family. I'll I'll use this as a segue, and you know, since I haven't attended a college football game in so long until this past Saturday, where I had the chance to take my daughters to the first ever college football game um, at the U.S. Naval Academy, um, who hosted the number two ranked team in the country, Cincinnati Bearcats. And of course, uh, your number two son, my my brother, uh, did play uh, for one season uh, with the Cincinnati Bearcats, and it was it was an exciting experience for my daughters. And, I, you know, in terms of the football, I mean, Navy played a really tight game, played a great first quarter and a great fourth quarter. Unfortunately, the second and third quarter were, were not as good, and Cincinnati was able to get the victory 27 to 20. Um, but I just didn't see Cincinnati being the number two team in the country. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, but we'll see. it. I mean, it seems like they have a path uh, to get to the playoff, but I'm not so sure that well, maybe they're one of the four best the teams. Maybe Cincinnati won the game, but Navy won for some of us because they covered. They well, they did because yeah. And now with the legalized betting, I mean, isn't that all that really matters? I mean, you don't no, have to bet. No. I mean, just cover, baby. I mean, instead of just win, baby. We wanted to win. No, we won. We were there. Win, baby. Just your granddaughters had pom poms. They were cheering. We wanted. We wanted to win. But yeah. uh, well, that's so sports with family. That's Russell Fugit, number one son. I'm Gene Fugit Jr. You're listening to Sports with Family. This is our our weekly uh, podcast where we talk about sports and family based on what we read, what we hear, and what we know. And uh, 
Russell took his uh, young daughters to the Naval Academy football game because Russell has adopted a midshipman in a program where the kids get to go off uh, campus. And and I understand you met his parents. How'd that go, Russ? Uh, yeah, well, I met his, his mother and I met his grandparents. And it was, oh, wow. it was great to get right. So were they, they were proud there. That, their, that their grandson was at the Naval Academy? I mean, Absolutely. Pretty heavy, I mean, it, there was a sense of pride. And I got to meet a number of other uh, parents as well. Um, and who you could, you could, especially the mother, I got to meet another number of other mothers in particular. And you could certainly see the sense of pride that they had that their, their sons were, of course, at the academy and also playing football at the yeah, academy. Yeah, because that's not it's easy. Rich tradition. Ladies and gentlemen, no, I just want to tell you, that is not no. easy. They got a full time job at the academy and they're balling. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different, different level of academic commitment than uh, many other Division One student athletes, I'm sure, at least on football, I would imagine have um being and the our leaders in the american system i mean if yes. you can, if you can uh you know do well in this system you can do well in anything anywhere in the world it's just incredible training and i guess i'm biased just because i just know so many people who have, have gone uh played with roger Staubach, one of the greatest naval of course there we go all time and, right uh, and then your uncle Mike was in the Navy and your grandfather was father in the Navy. father was in the Navy so, as well. World War II. So Mike is yes. away, baby, as far as our family's concerned. E- exactly. You, you, well, you summed it up. You summed it up beautifully. So I had to, you know, say, add that sports with family moment um, was, was rich one for my family. And my daughters already cannot wait to go back to another yeah, football you game. Some pictures up on that. If people want to see that, they can see yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Again, at, at Russell Fugit on, on social media, you'll certainly see um, some photos. Of our weekend, of our Saturday afternoon um, at the academy. Yeah, it's that time of the year, and, and and it's terrific. So support high schools are starting to finish up. You know, getting close to Thanksgiving. So support those, and uh, also uh, support the colleges. And anything else on football this week? I mean, we, no, we didn't we didn't touch much much on uh, you know on the professional uh, football. Um, no, I'm just continue to be disappointed in my in my uh, Washington football team. Disappointed, but not surprised. They played, they played last week. They played so well uh, against uh, a Green Bay team in in Green Bay. In Green Bay, you don't yeah. see an effort like that. I mean, and you're disappointed. Well, yeah, we are, we're, we're not winning. We're not winning. We're not close to winning. And oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Style points don't count. No. Now, style points don't count. Um, having your quarterback do a Lambo leap and then having the touchdown get called back don't count. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so a lot yeah, of things didn't well. count. A lot of things didn't count, and now we have to go out to Denver. And I know you have your own Denver mile high story, breaking the oxygen tank, <laughs> fighting over the oxygen tank and breaking it. So we'll yeah. see if we do any better against Teddy Bridgewater and, and, and Von Miller. That's one of the best home field advantages in all the world mm-hmm. is, is uh, Denver getting teams that come up uh, the day before the game and then mm-hmm. try to get acclimated to mile high. It, it's, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know which is worse doing that or flying East and West, you know, and not being able to do the time change. Cause some teams still do that the day before as crazy as it sounds and no telling what they're doing with this London game, but don't get me uh, uh, talking about that. But this Thursday is a lot of talk down here about this green Bay, Arizona. Game. Right. There you, Arizona. there you go. Is, is undefeated, and, uh, you know, we expect to be out uh, before that game. And, of course, once they heard that uh, Delonte Adams is on the COVID list, the odds changed. But uh, if uh, 
the Cardinals have a weakness on defense. It is at the corners and on a short week. Uh, if the Packers have points, I would say take them. Mm, okay. Now, I know many of us have been trapped in during the pandemic and are ready to get out and travel. Well, I want to encourage you to check out Axios Luxury Travel, a full service travel concierge company. They create unique experiences tailored for the modern travel, providing much more than you're going to find on Google. Let me tell you, they've traveled the world and have handpicked luxury hotel collections and experiences to recommend to you with confidence. Why? Because they've lived it. They've experienced it. So whether you're a solo traveler, a romantic couple, family, or have a large group or a corporate gathering, let Access Travel be your travel concierge partner. Find out more and contact them at Axius Travel. That's A-X-E-U-S travel.com. Now back to Sports with Family. Packers on the road. We shall see. And, you know, I mean, the only thing I was just wondering is, you know, the NFL going to do anything if when Pat Mahomes got low, got low, high low like that. I mean, the high now, low. Now, <laughs> off the field, uh, Colton Kaepernick and Ava DuVernay are doing something, which I don't know a lot about, but keep your eyes out for that because we're going to learn more about uh, our hero. Yeah, it's a Netflix limited series. Uh, and that's, I think, a, bi- a biographical. Uh, series, um, dramatic, you know, reenactment, bi- biographical series about the life of Colin Kaepernick, who, you know, biracial adopted kid in California and how he, you know, his, his life and became a college, you know, high school football star, college football star and ended up in the NFL. And, that's, you know, so. And ends up know. in the Super Bowl. Right. And then ended up sacrificing his career for his beliefs. Correct. Come on, you got to keep going with the. Uh... Yeah. Well, I was telling the part that people might not know. I don't know if people know that part. Mm-hmm. Good point. I take I'm taking that for granted. All right. Point. And then and then here's the most amazing thing so far in the NFL season. And I'm gonna finish with this if it's okay. This is no. Gene Seager Jr. and we're with Russell Fugit on Sports with Family. Thanks for joining us. Tell your friends about us. Give us a rating. Because we're one of the best uh, kept secrets. Now, listen to this. The NFL trading deadline is November the 2nd. And Houston has a quarterback who is available for trade. And he has been inactive all season. And he is not on any NFL discipline list. But he has a no trade clause. And he wants to be traded, and I guess there's a list of teams that he would be interested in going, and there is talk that he will finally be traded and finally get a chance to compete in the NFL this season while the pot continues to boil off the field. What do mm. you think about that, Russell? Well, I would hope he'd get traded. I'm, I mean, I'd love to see him get traded here to Washington, but... Um... I, mean, I think he's, he should be playing right now. There's no league sanctions. Um, from as far as I've understood, there's no criminal uh, ch- charges or accusations, if I'm not mistaken. They're saying um, he's going to be playing next week. The question is right, where? Where, right. So, I'm, again, I'm hoping that happens. Um, I'm, I don't think he's got I mean, uh, is the Washington football team in the deal? Because the names that we hear are – We keep right. saying no. We we're, hear we're Miami, pretty, 
And uh, who else do we hear? The uh, Eagles were in that. Were, were apparently a part of it um, as well. The Eagles. Yes. Hmm. No, they got Joe Flacco. Don't. Oh no, they traded. Oh, that's why they, <laughs> they traded, traded Flacco. Flacco. Oh. <laughs> See, I knew there was something when the Joe Flacco got traded to the Jets. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, I heard. You know, Pittsburgh was interesting. Um, you know, but I don't know if they're ready to usher Ben Roethlisberger out just yet. Um, but you know, we, again, we've we've established here in Washington that that Taylor Heineke seems to be a backup quarterback. And so to have someone like Deshaun Watson, who's been an MVP candidate, league leader, pro bowler, et cetera, um, you know, it, it could be a franchise changer. And I'm, I'm ready for us to do something bold. And well, course, they say know, it's between Miami and Carolina. It was Carolina. Carolina, that was another team. Yeah, because the Sam Darnold experience seems to have gone off, oh the, my God. Gone he, off the rails dramatically. I don't know what week. happened to him last week. He looked, yeah, he looked like the first four weeks, he looked like a world beater. And then the last few weeks, <laughs> Just totally it looked like benched. the world was beating him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he put he got back into the Jets, you know, uniform or something, and and reverted back. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I if I had to pick though, I think I like Carolina. I think the, the owner in Carolina seems to be really aggressive. He's already made one trade um, this season, and I think he's wants to win and win now. I think he sees an opportunity, and and if if it you know if getting a, a, a upgraded quarterback can get them there i think he's going to go for it now we'll see it yeah, i can't think of a whole bunch of uh quarterbacks coming out like it was last year this year there's a couple apparently but no not like it was this year where it was like the big class of i mean five that, guys. last year there were some guys that you know that couldn't miss i mean the guy in chicago can't miss the guy in jacksonville can't miss i mean yeah, Trey Lance in San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah, but the but the but Zach and the Jets, I don't know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I And and Tampa Bay is going to be looking to uh, upgrade. True. And Minnesota is still stuck with you know who. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your favorite, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Kirk. Uh, yeah, I want to say stuck, I and mean, he's making twenty five million a year, guaranteed. So. You know, and Cleveland's um, got to roll with Case Keenum's, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's getting quarterback's premium position, perhaps the most premium position in sports. I mean, you don't have one. You know, we haven't had one here in Washington since you caught touchdowns from Joe Theismann. That's what I remind people. We haven't had a fran- – I said my dad has caught touchdowns from the last franchise quarterback we've had in D.C. And people just look at me and think about it. And, like, you're right. I'm like, yeah, like, that's how – that's 40 years. No wow. Offense. Well, that's – <laughs> I don't know if that's how I want to be remembered, but I'll take it well, that, you, that you dish it out. Feel, yeah, feel my frustration, go. even though your Cowboys are still in first place coming off the bye. Feel my frustration. And also, being, for the record, I caught Billy Kilmer's last touchdown pass. Right. You caught you caught Billy Kilmer's last, and I'm sure you caught even one of Joe Thosman's first. Off of Billy Thompson, it was the first rule. Hey, no, 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 no. That two offensive players could touch in the same time. No, I was alert in the end zone. No, I was more alert in the end zone than I was after a cup of coffee. I mean, believe oh, I'm me. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm that, sure, that, was, sure. that was how I made my living. But last week was uh, NFL tight end day. and Yes, I, well, I heard about that. Yeah. that. You didn't tell me about that, Russ. Well, you got Zach Ertz down there in, in, in uh, Phoenix. You know, I thought you liked you know, having him in your, in your, for your new home team. So um, he looked good. Hadn't seen him run like that in and a couple years. He said that for every touchdown that he scores, he's going to give out 5,000 free meals. Oh wow! Okay. No, no, he's legit, and, and he, his yeah. wife Joni is, is yeah. from this area. So we got all American. Oh, guys. okay. That's right from the uh, U.S. Uh, soccer team. Soccer, yeah. yeah. Well, no. hey, I don't know. I don't know. Not happy. He, he, he's still legit. I don't know. 
the guy in Philly must really be good who took his place. But you never it's know. Honored. You have to watch that. Look, I know we're getting uh, short on time. Was there anything that else we had to get to? Well, I just you know wanted to ask you just quickly. NBA, you know, defending Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns, the one and two, starting off slow, and I'm just I'm even my Wizards didn't do well last against the Brooklyn Nets. I've been enthusiastic about our two and one start and some of our new. Uh, players here in DC, so I was just you know enjoying the early NBA action in the Golden well, State. I, is already three and zero. I don't need to talk over you, but no, I ahead. don't take the NBA seriously until Christmas. Okay, okay. Well, you know. so so this is like preseason. True, and it sure, is. you you can uh, get buried in preseason. But for example, how long is it going to take for the Lakers to learn how to play together? The yeah, Wizards, that's a whole new cast. whole they, new team. Uh, they yeah, got returning players. And believe it or not, the Suns have retooled with JaVel McGee and, and C-Mott. Mm. I mean, it, it's a different team. So True. what I'm saying is all the NBA teams are different. In the mm. first part of the season, you know, they're feeling out the opposition, but they're also feeling out themselves. So it isn't really until around Christmas that they get predictable. You're right. You're right. So definitely don't bet on them. And, and we'll see. We will see, but I'm in, I'm already enjoying it. You know, I'm already enjoying having a little basketball. No, all the football that's available and the World Series. I, I just don't see how you have time for it. I know, I know. You're right. Well, I, you know, maybe I. But, uh, but I do want to uh, say that they've already announced the preseason top twenty-five for men's basketball and women's basketball. Yes, and I'm more interested in the colleges. And, you know, I really, because of Audie, I really, my daughter, I really love college basketball, women's basketball. Maryland is number four. That's my team. And uh, they're behind Stanford. Okay, I understand. South Carolina. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and who's the third team they behind, Russ? UConn. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Sports with Family. It's been great being here with my dad. And sorry we're a little bit late getting this week's episode out. As you can tell, we were recording earlier in the week. And if you had taken my father's advice about the Packers, you'd be very happy this weekend. So root for all your favorite teams today and, and this Saturday and on Sunday and in the Monday and in the next week. And we'll be back in this space very soon. Thanks for listening to Fugus Squared on behalf of my dad, former Washington football team, former Dallas Cowboy, Amherst alum. Have a great week. I'm Russell Fugit.